Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com slash essential. That's E-P-I-C-O-R dot com slash essential. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Boost Podcast. Today's podcast actually features a really dear friend of mine, Sharon Washington. She is the CEO of the P3 Solution. This particular talk is actually um, an episode that was featured from the television program that I host, the Small Business Network. So shout out to the team at Montgomery Community Media for allowing us to use the playback. The topic is simplifying social media. And when we think about which element of boost social media best resonates with, it's the B, build your brand. So let's jump in. I am here today to give you a little tidbits on how to simplify your usage with social media because marketing should not be complicated. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be complicated. It should be fun. After all, as small businesses, how many small businesses in the room, right? Small businesses, medium businesses, you are proud to promote your business. So this should be fun. You should be sharing your information and it should be enjoyable. So I am going to share with you my ways on how you simplify social media marketing. So here's a good question. How many platforms are you all currently using? Who's five or more? Five or more. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Oh, forget it. Zero. I hate social media. I'm just here for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you know why that you're on? So my, my users are five or more. Five. Yes. Do you know why you use five or more? Have you thought, oh, I'm on five. Are you using them consistently? Because really, if you don't have a presence, you're not present. So whether you have a, um, a hashtag, a name, a handle, a login, you're on social media. If you're not actually using that platform, then you're not present. So I'm going to teach you how to condense, shut down some of these sites so that you can really get social. All right. So first we have to get into this mindset of um, simplifying things. So people ask me all the time, what's the difference between PR, between marketing, between sales? So here's my short and simple, sweet um, sentence. PR gets you seen. Marketing gets you leads. Sales gets you paid. Okay, it's up here. We're going to say it all together. PR gets you. Marketing gets you. Sales gets you. Social media is a combination a hybrid of both PR and marketing because it gets you seen to get you leads not to get you paid okay so if we had that simplified market uh, 
uh, mindset of how marketing relates to social media, we can now begin to think how we can use social media more efficiently. All right, so here's my three-pronged method in figuring out how to condense social media. You have to first know your environment. Each environment is conducive to different things. So you have to realize what environment you're on. I know you've been told time and time before by experts like myself that you need to be on all social media networks, but all of them are not created equal and all of them are not for every industry. So you have to determine and know your environment to figure out where it is that your business belongs and where you'll thrive the most. Um, just because you're on three different social media platforms, if you're not using them, they're not useful to you. They're not going to be useful to you. You next need to develop a strategy. Figure out some ways in which you can manage your social media consistently. Because if you don't, then still, same problem. It won't work for you. You won't get the benefits that you need. Next, which is most important, you have to execute. So once you figure out what type of environment it is, how you're going to use it, you got to do it. You actually have to do it. And social media takes um, a, on a daily basis. You have to use it on a daily basis, every platform that you're on. Okay, let's first start with Facebook. That's my favorite, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Here's why it's my favorite, because I am a very sociable person. I like to network, I like to talk, I like to chat. Of course, I gotta do some work, but I really like Facebook to nurture, and I call it the water cooler, because in a water cooler, you do what? Chat, talk, walk past it, you go by two, two or three times, you get some gossip, you get good information, um, you get sometimes bad information, I love the water cooler in that there's somebody in there that always knows everything, and it's usually the accountant. Do I have any accountants in here? <laughs> yeah, you know everything. You know when the checks come in, who's getting fired. You know everything, so you get close to your accountants, <laughs> especially on Facebook. But I call it the water cooler because it's conducive to nurturing relationships. And that's what we do in the water cooler, right, in Facebook. We, we get to know people. Now, if your Facebook is a problem, too personal, too personal, right, then it's because you built a sucky Facebook page, right? You're, you're bringing in people in which they're not, condu they're not giving you information that you need. So you need to start building your Facebook page in a way that's pro-casual professional slash casual. That way, people, because people only buy who they trust, know, and admire, right? So if you're on Facebook, start to build a professional, casual um, Facebook page so that you can definitely get rewards out of it. Here's a, here's a simple strategy. So I started to tell you about building professional, casual relationships. You also need to be a resource, not retail. Nobody wants to see that you're selling your services and products every day, all day. Why is that? Because if you came into the water cooler in a normal circumstance, you came into the water cooler and you were selling Girl Scout cookies every day, nobody would buy. No one would buy. They don't want to buy. They won't buy from you. But if they know you, right, then they'll, they'll consider what you have if you come in oh, maybe once a week, maybe once a month. 
maybe twice a year if we're talking about real water cooler. And that could be applied to also um, Facebook as well. So I want you to start being a resource and not a retail and start to give information that can be used immediately. So stop posting articles that you probably haven't read. You're, you're aggregating information, but you're not really giving people skill sets. Think about what you want to see in your own water cooler, what type of information that you want to hear. Facebook gives you the ability to do that because it has the ability for you to connect and nurture relationships. All right, so Facebook, once or twice a day. Sometimes I break the rule with posting maybe three or four times a day. Don't do that, don't follow me on that. Only post once or two times a day. How many times would you visit the water cooler? Once or twice, because any more than that, you might get fired. You're not doing any work, right? So once or twice a day is definitely doable. Create personable posts, ask questions, engage, engage, engage. I cannot tell you that enough, engage. Say hello to some of your Facebook friends. Say hi, how are you? How you doing? In your integral, authentic voice, and participate in joining the groups. How many of you all are in groups in Facebook? How many of you all post in your groups? Not your events, but you post information. Do you engage with people in groups? Do that, continue to do that. If someone likes it that's new that you don't know, pull them on into your water cooler. Hey, how are you? I am, and then begin a conversation. People buy from who they trust, know, and admire, and in the water cooler, they do just that. All right, LinkedIn, the boardroom. I think you know why I call this the boardroom, right? Limited time for pro-casual relationships. Decision makers. Business, business, business. It's all about business and creating strategic partnerships in the boardroom. There's no time for casual things. And I'm starting to see a trend in LinkedIn that's giving a lot of casual information. Not the best place to do it because we tune out, right? We tune out. So I want you to start building your LinkedIn page as your credible source for you as a professional. It's supposed to make you credible in the professional world. Think boardroom. What things would you do and not do in the boardroom should be applied here in LinkedIn? Here are some strategies. Like I said, build your credibility. How do I do that? Are you posting things that are around your industry related? Again, no one wants to be sold to, but everyone wants to purchase. So if people deem you credible in that space, they're gonna come and ask you questions, okay? So I want you to start building credibility. Create mini blogs. Um, do that once a week, maybe. Maybe, maybe even, um, if it's not once a week, maybe even once a month. But start to create your own information so that you can, can definitely set the tone for you being a thought leader and you being credible in this space. I want you to start building more professional relationships. Those of you who are not using LinkedIn on a daily basis to build professional relationships are missing out. You need to leverage this opportunity so that you can talk directly to decision makers. All of us complain about we don't have time, but you have to make time 
to get business, right? You got to pull in leads. So you have to make time to do this. LinkedIn is a great way if you're going, oh, Facebook is way too casual for me. I don't want to be in the water cooler. I just want to go straight to the decision makers. Go straight to LinkedIn. Make sure you're highlighting yourself as the expert so that you can pull in people, like-minded people. I post at least three times a week. Actually, I post every day. I post daily on LinkedIn. Um, I would suggest if you're first starting out, just post three times a week, okay? Um, make three to five professional introductions um, per week. I call that social cold calling. When I met Kelly, that's exactly what we did and it worked. It worked. I try to make at least 10, I double that, 10 to 20 professional introductions every week. And what I do is I just say, hey, I'm this. My name is Sharon. I'm this. Let's talk organically and have a conversation. I'm not pitching. I'm not selling. I want to get to know because people buy from who they trust, know, and admire. That's a common thing. All right. So, I, And I told you guys. In executing, create at least one mini blog a month. All right, Twitter. Where are my tweet? My tweeters. Tweet, tweet, tweeting. Okay, Twitter, the newsroom. I call it the newsroom because it creates a place, lots of news, very quick. Has to be relevant and recent. Can't be. How many of you all are using some type of Hootsuite or some type of um, social media management tool? Okay, so you're probably scheduling your tweets a week before. Possibly. I hope not. I hope you're, you're scheduling your tweets daily because if it's not recent information, you don't want to know. You don't want to hear about yesterday's news today or news two days ago. So Twitter is the newsroom. So you need to understand that in Twitter, in Twitter, you want to provide news, information that's recently happened either in your industry or in your business so that people can follow you and again, build credibility. You want to be a quick resource, right? It has to be quick. Does anyone know how many times you have to tweet to be relevant on Twitter? Eight to 20 times a day. So I know you guys are looking at me like, Sharon, how am I going to do that? I have to work. I got clients, right? Eight to 20 times a day. Retweets count as a tweet. Okay? Retweet counts as a tweet. You can also repurpose information. If you read an article early in the morning, you can post a quote from that article, post a link to that article. You can do different things. Um, I am, I've been in marketing for about 18 years and what I've done is in the morning time, I'm reading news 30 minutes a day. So newspaper, my newspaper readers. Yes, no newspaper readers. Online news, maybe. Okay, so start doing this 30 minutes a day when you're drinking your coffee or you're on the elliptical if you're exercising. That's great. Kudos. I am usually in front of the computer with coffee and a Danish of some sort. Um, Take that time to read at least 30 minutes of what's going in your industry right on that, on that day. This will help you begin to provide more recent flow of information that's going, that you can aggregate and that not only that you're spreading information, you're also being able to show yourself credible in the space. And make sure the information is relevant. If you are in the music industry, then 
You may want to be tempted to share celebrity news or things like that, but stay away from it because you want to stay key to your brand. And um, make sure it's time sensitive. So if something went on, if something went on uh, maybe three hours ago and it's already broke in Twitter, it's probably best to to post it, but don't make it. Um, it's probably better to post things that are more recent. So maybe not the three hour one, because because remember, tweets come up every 10 seconds. So you have to be relevant. So if a tweet came up three hours and you are just on that news, you look behind the time. Everybody else has done it. So find new ways, new information, always um, share time sensitive information. All right. Eight to 20 times a day. Create attention getting tweets. Um, make sure if you if you you there's plenty of sites where you can go and find how to create a catchy headline. OK, catchy titles. You can do that if you have the time. If you don't just post the link. Usually a headline will come up for you, but make sure it's attention getting for your specific industry. OK, other social media platforms like Instagram and Pinterest and Snapchat. Who's on Instagram? Anybody? Snapchat. Oh, wow. OK, this is good. And P Pinterest, did I say Pinterest? Yes. OK, so I want you to take a look at these um, social media platforms. Instagram, for a quick moment, is just a quick kind of Twitter. It needs to be recent with pictures. Pinterest is mainly 90% women. If you have women, if you're in the industry of um, uh, hobbyists, there are lots of hobbyists on Pinterest. It would be per perfect for you. And Snapchat is more of young, absolutely millennials and beyond um, where they get the attention. And it's more of, of the reality in real life. Just do what we said is to know your environment. Figure out if you belong there, if your industry belongs there or not. And then figure out a strategy on how to work well. Do you need to be on all social media formats? Absolutely not. I gave you this tidbit to understand your environment so you can know where you can thrive and how to create strategies so that you can thrive. If it's just one social media um, outlet that um, you use consistently and it is working for you, that will be fine. Don't feel like you're missing out. You do not have to be represented on all social media um, formats. Make sure you pick what you can do, what you can do, this is key, what you can do on a daily basis consistently. So that was Sharon Washington of the P3 Solution. Wow, so much wisdom in such a short amount of time. My key takeaways were, number one, marketing should be fun. Also, know your environment and know where your customer is going to spend their time before you venture into social media. Again, I want to thank the team from Montgomery Community Media for allowing us to share this content. For more information about Boost or how we can help you to boost your business success, visit our website, www.kellytleonard.com. Feel free to share this podcast with your family, your friends, your business colleagues, your entire professional network. And don't forget to subscribe.
News, laws, and regulations are changing by the day. We get it. It's hard to stay on top of it all. That's why ADP is here to guide you with up-to-the-minute compliance expertise to help you navigate these complex times so you can pay your people accurately and on time, regardless of changes in legislation. When you rely on us for payroll and HR, you're trusting us to help you take care of your people. It's what we've been doing for over 70 years, and that's not about to change. ADP, HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people.